Hello, folks, and welcome to Songs of Our Own, a marital tour through the music that shaped us. I'm your co-host, Lee Strickland. And I'm Alioni. Well, hey, Al. Hey, Lee, how you doing? I'm doing great. It is really warm out today. I got some flowers planted and, uh, yeah, did some chores around the house. It's been a good day. The flowers look beautiful. You did great. Thank you. Yeah, they're a lot of fun every year to pick out and arrange and see how our flower bed ends up turning out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do a nice job with it, just making it feel all homey here. Thanks. It is uh, always an adventure because that flower bed gets so much shade on like the back half of it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what do you plant there? And I know some things say partial sun, but like how much sun is partial sun? Mm, yeah, that feels relative. Yeah, it's um, it's a journey every year. So <laughs> I'm glad everything went in nice and smooth this year. Yeah, welcome to the journey. That's right. So Al, it's another you episode. It um, is. Surprise. Su- <laughs> surprise. So what are, uh, or who are rather, we listening to today? Well, we're going to throw it back to somebody we've already talked about um and we didn't talk about them that long ago which i recognize like i for the people at home they're like you just talked about these people i know but they're so good and it's so timely i wanted to talk about them again um so today we are going to uh for our bonus episode be covering another ajr song but this time it's going to be the song birthday party off of their album neo theater gotcha neo theater the song is Birthday Party by AJR. I just want to point out that, like, we haven't even done this with the Grateful Dead yet. I know. So, I know. And I said that it was totally going to be the dead that we did this with. You so did. <laughs> I was wrong. I'm publicly admitting my wrongness. You have it on record. <laughs> I have it on. Yeah, I have it recorded now, too. <laughs> Well, for those of y'all that didn't listen to our full album on AJR, they are a Americana pop indie trio, and they're made up of three brothers, Adam, Jack, and Ryan met, and that's how they got their name. AJR was just using their initials. So Adam, Jack, and Ryan grew up in Queens and later Manhattan, New York, and in addition to their musical talents, uh, Jack, who, if you watch any of the music videos, he's the one that wears the hat. Uh Uh-huh. Um, he is a child actor who was in Pink Panther 2 and an episode of Law and Order Criminal Intent. Oh, cool. And then Ryan, the one with the man bun, yeah, uh, is a PhD candidate at the University of Birmingham while Adam and Jack attend Columbia University. Wow. And I think he recently like got his doctorate, I think. I think he did. Yeah. Um, which is great because that is a boatload of work to do. Yeah, that's super cool. So uh, they are also versed in many, many instruments. We have piano, harmonica, bass, drums, ukulele, synthesizer. They do the cowbell, which is wonderful. Um, And when we talked about them last time, we talked about how their career began in 2005 when they were mixing music in their living room. And that led to their debut album uh, called Living Room. Later, they would release The Click in 2018, Neo Theater in 2019, and OK Orchestra in 2021. 
Oh, okay, cool. So almost every single year there, they've released something. Yeah, they have. And super exciting news that came out this year, 2022, that we didn't talk about is they are going to be collaborating on a show for Broadway, which is going to be an adaptation of Harold and the Purple Crayon. Oh, cool. And it's with theater producer uh, Vivek J. Tawari. And they don't have a release date for it yet, but the concept is basically to focus on what happens as Harold grows up and realizes that he can't just draw away whatever his problems are. Whoa, interesting. I know. I was like, that's like a very deep question to think about. And I think it's really interesting to take something that is a staple of our childhood, you know, Harold and the Purple Crayon. We were reading it. He's so cute. Purple is everywhere. And then it's like, what happens when that kid grows up? What yeah. does that turn into? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's, I think they did that with like the giving tree. Mm-hmm. And it was like the giving tree started setting boundaries. They which did. Was, which was awesome. <laughs> the, yeah, I have a copy of the boundary giving tree and it's so good. Good. I'm really glad they rewrote it the way they did because I think kids need to learn about boundaries too. Right, like I'm happy they update some of these books mm-hmm. to just yeah feel more relevant mm-hmm. yeah so the broadway show will um have music written by ajr for it so that'll be really cool and yeah. just like a neat way to expand their musical career yeah that's awesome so today we're going to be talking about their song birthday party which is off of their 2019 album neo theater And Birthday Party was a promotional drop on March 11, 2019, and the album was later released on April 26th. The album Neo Theater appeared at number one on Billboard's top alternative albums, number one on Billboard's top rock albums, and number eight on Billboard's top 200 albums. And the album also includes other top songs like Dear Winter and 100 Bad Days, which was hyped by Taylor Swift herself when she put it on her own playlist and like quoted part of the song in the description of the playlist. So, oh, wow. Yeah, it's a really good album in its own right as well. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, so I was excited to talk about Birthday Party in particular. One, because I think it hits my personal favorite flavor of irony. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But then too, like our best friends just had a baby last week and we're going to have a baby in October. And I just, I don't know, like, I think it's fun. (laughs) Yeah, I think you, you kind of just like, you kind of just like went past that last part. Can can you say that again? (laughs) Our friends just had a baby last week. The part after that. It's really fun. I'm excited to talk about it. Before that. <laughs> We're going to have a baby We're going to have a baby. Oh, my gosh. Yay. You're going to be a dad. I'm going to be a dad. You're going to be a mom. I know. I haven't wrapped my head around that part. You yeah. being a dad seems easier to comprehend to me. Yeah. I'm super excited. And um, yeah, I'm sure as we continue this podcast in the future, like the little one's going to be heard making noises and such in the background and like maybe we'll feature a raffi album or like we'll talk about the (laughs) The, baby shark song or the wiggles oh gosh the wiggles yeah yeah that'll be cute when they can do a podcast with you Mm -hmm. be like mom needs a break we need to talk about the wiggles we need to talk about the wiggles have you heard about these people they're amazing oh my gosh baby shark it's gonna be all over the place yes so yeah so we're gonna be parents Mm -hmm. how cool (laughs) um 
So anyway, back to the song. Mm-hmm. Um, you said that this, uh, like, is a type of irony that you really like. Can you can you tell me more about that? Well, I just love that this song is from the perspective of a person who was literally just born. Like, it's not saying thanks for coming to my first birthday party. They're like, I am one minute old today and everything is going great. (laughs) And I'm just like, yeah, when you're one minute old, like things probably seem really good. And like, they're talking about how optimistic they are. Like, um, I bet uh, Instagram shows the best of everyone, and I bet our parents always stay in love, and I bet our country's nice to immigrants, and like all of these things. I bet we'll see a female president, and I'm just like, yeah, like way to maintain your hopes for a positive culture, kid. Like you're going to be kind of disappointed when you get past your first minute, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. We still got you. Yeah, like I think this this song really does show that uh, like hopefulness that like little kids have Mm -hmm. that like everything's just going to be fine and isn't it wonderful and like of course that could happen because like we can dream it so it can happen Mm -hmm. so I think this shows that um, you can also tell that like the whichever one of the brothers wrote this song was definitely uh, born after they stopped like slapping babies in the ass when they were born (laughs) Because I was of that generation. Yeah. So I was like held upside down and spanked and then like started screaming because my first minute of life was like getting beat up (laughs) by a a, doctor. Here's a bunch of lights and then slap. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds very brutal. So yeah, my version of this song would have been a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. I also feel like you were born old, so... That's true, yeah. Would have been like, wait, I missed Woodstock? Like, what happened? What the hell? Send me back in. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know. I just, I love, like, the playful irony that goes through this song and how hopeful it is that, like, things could really work out great. And when you're one minute old, that's all you know. And so I think it's our responsibility as the elders of these young people to maintain that hope in the face of unrelenting dishope. Yeah, I agree with that. Cause I think as we like kids are all pretty hopeful. Mm-hmm. I mean, until they hit, you know, kind of a certain age and then all of a sudden they get really cynical and uh, mm-hmm. then everybody goes through that goth phase. Yeah. So yeah, but I do. I really like how like upbeat this perspective of this like newborn is. Mm-hmm. And I think we definitely need more of that upbeat attitude, mm-hmm. um, especially in the world like today. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's a that's an that's a good attitude. Yeah. And they're just like, you know, it's nice to finally meet my relatives. I bet this life will be a cinch. And you're like, yeah, you don't know that you have like crazy racist uncle jerry because you haven't had thanksgiving yet right (laughs) like you're you're gonna you're doing great kid oh yeah you don't know about the housing market or taxes or Mm -hmm. you know the healthcare system like i mean maybe they do because they're born into it but anyway like there's a lot that they just don't know and i don't know that's i think part of that innocence of childhood Mm -hmm. is like they just don't know those things and they don't really have to worry about them Yeah, I wonder, like, how do you maintain that? 
Like when you think about having a kid, how do you tell them the truth without breaking their heart? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I think, I mean, I think you just maintain like, is it honest? Does it need to be said? Is it kind? Mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> you know, if it ticks all three, like you just be honest about it. Like, makes me think of that Mr. Rogers episode with the goldfish mm-hmm. that they show. Like, I mean, death was a huge thing to cover on Mr. Rogers, but he did it in a way that I think kids could understand. Yeah. Where and, he was like, if you can name it, you can talk about it. And well, if you can talk about it, you can deal with it. Right. And like, definitely some, you know, puts some of it on the parents of like, you need to ask your kid if they're ready to see this episode because <laughs> it's heavy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you know, stuff like that does exist and it's good that it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You have any other thoughts on this song? Gosh, I do. I really love it. Um, and yeah, you've been listening to like a ton of AJR lately. So I'm sure we in the future will cover a ton more of them. Um, yeah, and I just hope our our little bundle of joy has uh, very similar thoughts when they're one minute old mm-hmm. yeah i hope that thought even extends to like 10 minutes old and one day old you know like i hope that they can maintain that optimism even as life gets harder and they learn about those adult things like taxes and healthcare. yeah i hope so i hope they always retain that like imagined imaginative side of themselves because I feel like once people lose that it's really sad yeah and like that's how you get to change right you can't ever change things if you can't imagine they're going to be different right and I feel like that's what's so incredible about working with young people all the time is like they can see something different and they really just need us to get out of the way or like help them find some resources to make it happen Mm -hmm. yeah that's what I've noticed most about working with Gen Z is like they can see it and they can see the path to it, and they just need other generations to get out of the way. Yeah. Maybe push some of their peers out of the way along the way. I think push is, is a nice way of saying, like, <laughs> tackle to the ground. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you tackle them, and I'll just, like, yank them out of oncoming traffic. Yeah, that'll be good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, do you have any final thoughts on this song? No, just... Thanks for coming to our birthday party. Yeah. If um, I don't even know where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, who are we talking about next time? So for our full episode, we're going to talk about uh, Stevie Wonder. And we're going to talk about his album, Talking Book. Wow. That'll be good. Yeah. It's an album with uh, a ton of like his most recognizable songs on it. And f- a few that are not super recognizable that are still awesome. Um, and of course we'll go into more detail, but he plays like almost every instrument on the album, which is just a feat. Yeah. That's incredible. When musicians don't specialize in something, I'm like, how many can you play? What is this? Mm -hmm. So I'm super excited to talk about Stevie wonder and I'm super excited to talk about talking book. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Well, y'all, if you want to listen ahead, check out Stevie's album. Uh, and until we get to be with you again, this has been Songs of Our Own, a marital tour through the music that shaped us. Enjoy your own songs. <laughs>